Welcome to Another Day Above Ground, a show for, by, and about baby boomers. It's the podcast for people who have no idea how to download a podcast. And now, here's your host, Dale Irvin. Well, welcome back, boys and girls, to your favorite podcast, the one that's made just for you, The Baby Boomer. Hi, I'm Dale, back here for another episode, and I'm here along with my two partners who will uh, who will hopefully round everything out and, and make sense of this show. And by <laughs> that's going to be a big job. First of all, joining us from Indiana, the Aristotle of Comedy, Mr. Tim Slagle. The Department of Justice is uh, investigating Tesla about their claims that their cars are self-driving. Apparently, uh, people learned that it was misleading advertising when they woke up from a good drunk in an accident. <laughs> Okay. All right. And joining us from the Mile High City, where I don't know if Teslas are are big out there, but it's uh, it's Carolyn Strauss. The key to being in Colorado is traction. And I think that Tesla, that's one of the things, like they don't have an engine and they don't have traction. So Teslas are not big out here yet. The, the big thing in Colorado is traction when you're driving. That's really not not a good quality to have at all activities. <laughs> no, friction is not a good quality. Friction, that's yeah. what it was. A yeah, that's what it was. Traction and uh, what am I thinking about traction? I got yeah, my foot ow. somewhere. Oh, golly. Well, I got to, I, I, I want to change it up here and turn this into uh, uh, what used to be called uh, Radio Tradio. I've got something to sell that I just want to put out there. I, I found, I was cleaning the basement this week and found some some classified documents. And I, I really want to unload these things in a hurry. <laughs> Any offer will be considered. Please contact me and get your own uh, classified document. It should be a lot of fun. Yeah, classified uh, lawyer joke books. <laughs> they found, you see, they found classified documents in Dan Quayle's basement, and several of them were not even colored in yet. So, you know, that's uh, that's a big thing. <laughs> You, you guys have heard, right? They, they classify 50 million documents a year, and a lot of them have to do with travel schedules. If all of my travel schedules after 30 years of being on the road were classified, I think everybody who's ever known me would go to prison. No, I think maybe perhaps the videos that you made while on the road, those might be classified. No, honey, they're just rated <laughs> differently. Well, as, you know, as we, as we uh, plod forward, as it were, and I can't think of a better place to plod, you know, we, we, we look at our continuing battle with the millennials. And Tim, you found an interesting article about what they think of us and what we think of them. I think that was the gist of the article. I, I, I read it. Yeah, yeah. The... I found this article in three places, uh, interestingly. Uh, it, it's I found it on Yahoo, which is uh, probably where uh, most boomers would find it, because I think uh, a the vast majority of Yahoo mail addresses, email addresses, are uh, boomers. So uh, if you're a boomer, you probably saw it on uh, 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 
Yahoo News, but it linked to a BuzzFeed article, which I believe is the Gen X version of Yahoo. And the BuzzFeed article actually linked to a Reddit article where the original was, which would probably be the millennial version. So it's uh, so it cover, encompasses all three generations. And somebody asked uh, uh, Poo Poo Plata on Reddit, asked the question, is what advice would a boomer have that really applies to all generations? And they came up with, uh, with, 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 a, with a bunch of them. Uh, BuzzFeed posted 26 of them. I think there's more. It's still, it's still. If you, if you can find Reddit, if you're, a, if if you're a kid listening to the old people show here, <laughs> you can, you can find the original on Reddit, and it's still, I believe, it's still active. So you can see, you can, you can see it as it progresses. But we've got, we got 26, and I think. Uh, like I said, I think I think this is wisdom. I think this is wisdom for 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 all generations. Um, now, be, before you start in, I got one question: who 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 sent this in? Poo poo platter. Poo poo. It sounds poo. like a Hawaiian rapper. <laughs> Welcome, poo poo platter. Yeah. <laughs> or a German it film. My, it was my favorite <laughs> dish at my Chinese restaurant growing up. So you know, we all got our own take on poo poo platters. Really, you always used to order the poo poo platter. Well, I did until I got allergic to shellfish, and then like the wrap shrimp and stuff would kill me, so I stopped ordering it. Well, it's 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 supposed to be shared, so y- even before that, you were allergic and shellfish. Oh, oh geez. Wow. Yeah, really, I don't know well, why you got the Dad but... joke number one. There you go. Dad joke or bad joke? I'm not sure which one. <laughs> I remember when I kid eating baby food. That looked just like poo-poo. And uh, so... That's why, yes. Baby food, right there. Scatological humor. Well, the title of the title, the headline, I I think, is one that uh, that that I probably probably the main one that uh, that us boomers we all agree with. My toaster oven does not need to be smart. (laughs) Well, I believe that's so. Although, although, unlike an old dog, a toaster oven can be taught new tricks. I just saw this online. You lay your toaster, not your toaster oven, but your toaster on its side, and then you can use it to reheat pizza. Put a slice of pizza <laughs> in each slot, then it goes in, you know, on a horizontal thing. So there, old toasters can learn new tricks. So. <laughs> but yeah, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be... Uh, it doesn't have to be smart with all the the buttons. That's the other thing. I, I, is that uh, uh, we we don't want we don't want touch screens. We want physical buttons, and I think a lot of the uh, millennials can agree with that because it, it 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 they're just they're more fun to push. I think. That's why little kids get in elevators and get so excited. If it was exactly. a touch screen, that wouldn't be fun. Well, and I think it's. A, I think it's important in a car to, to actually to actually have push buttons because on a on a touch screen you actually have to take your eyes off the road and yes. look at that TV screen to find out wherever it put the button that you want to hit. It's much easier, you know. It's uh, give me the old give me the old '69 Impala that had the old those big kachunk buttons to get it to the uh, the other station. That's uh, exactly exactly. But uh, you know. That's uh, that's that's what we're stuck with now. 
And here's number seven. Uh, I just want to speak to a real person on the telephone when I call a business. Amen. So it's it, there's a place where I don't want to push the buttons. <laughs> and, and do you know that there are businesses now that do not have anybody? I mean, it's not possible. Please go to our website and go to our frequently asked questions. Well, I did that and you didn't answer the question because apparently it's not frequently asked because people aren't smart enough to do that. So I need to talk to a person. I'm sorry. Please go to our website and go to the help chat thing and chat with somebody who's there and i do that i'm sorry we don't have an answer to that no i just want to talk to a person I see that, that that's where that's that the foundation of, of the ruin of america that would have started in about the 70s with the invention of answering machines you know, before you had to be there and answer the phone. And now people are just leaving messages all over and nobody talks to anybody. And there you have it. Do you remember those days when the phone rang? You would pick it up always? Yeah. If you were not home. knowing who was on the other end. You had no idea. You'd pick it up and, and, and greet them. And if you weren't home and you missed the call, guess what? They'd call back if it was important. <laughs> We had uh, 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 my my grandmother would would, would call, and, and I don't know how we knew, but we, for some reason we all knew when it was her calling. It, it was maybe it was the time of day, but we would just get a feeling that it was probably her calling. And if you got on the phone with her, she would talk for an hour straight without ever giving you room to say a word. And, and uh, uh, when that phone rang. We would, me and my brothers and sisters, we just just look at each other like, okay, whose turn? Who's up? Whose turn is it? <laughs> well, here's a, here's another thing that uh, that millennials uh, seem to agree with us on to a certain degree. One guy said, "I hate going to concerts, seeing everyone with their phones up, video recording the whole thing. What's the point of paying for a concert ticket if you're not going to dance or actually enjoy it?" Which leads to my pet peeve, if you're going to spend the entire time standing during a concert, you know, where are the people who want to sit supposed to be? Because otherwise you're looking at somebody's rear end. <laughs> yeah. Really, you have to stand at, an, at a concert anymore in order to, uh, in order to see it, because everybody else is. I'm saying, hey, you know, come on, I'm going to have to start going to, you know, classical music stuff. <laughs> They don't stand. They, they sit can't. politely. <laughs> they can't stand. No. No. <laughs> oh, oh, my wow. gosh. Okay, I like this one. Children are being brainwashed by TikTok and Instagram. That's why they can't focus on anything for more than a few seconds at a time. Social media is making them completely desensitized. Oh, that's totally true. I'll go. Yeah. I'll I'll go back one further. Is that? Is, is, do you remember when Sesame Street came out? The idea behind Sesame Street was they're going to teach kid kids their alphabet and words and numbers right. and right. math before they even get get into kindergarten. Yeah. Is there any evidence that the 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 generations since Sesame Street are smarter than previous generations? I think it. it I, th I think it had a negative effect because it kind of made gave gave kids the attitude that learning has to be fun. 
is that is that is that if learning isn't fun, uh, uh, you you don't have to worry about it. And that's that's what I think what where the the OCD came from, where the inability to focus, where they where people need excitement, they need the the quick pace and the the. the you're blaming Big Bird and Cookie Monster for Absolutely. the downfall of America? No, not for the downfall of America, just the inability of kids to focus. Wow. I, I've never heard that opinion before. I, I never have either. No, that's, uh, yeah, that's, you know, do you have any other, you know, fascist thoughts you'd like to share? <laughs> I was going to say, can you be wrong about something else, Tim? Please, be wrong about something else. Well, no, well, no, 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 then, then, then it, okay, if there's no, if there, if there's no perceivable difference in the, in the, the kids' education and learning from, and in fact, I would, I would argue that, that, that people are, you know, the kids are graduating dumber than they did before Sesame Street came out, then what, then what's the purpose of it? You know, if it's just going to if it's just going to be pure entertainment, well, give them what we had. Give them give them Coyote and Roadrunner cartoons. Give them Elmer Fudd blowing off Daffy Duck's head. I mean, why even bother teaching them the alphabet and numbers? Wow. Wow. Okay, it's the time to call in now if you have a differing opinion. <laughs> wow, I suddenly feel like I'm watching Fox News. It's really freaking me out. <laughs> oh, oh my golly. I want to see what one of these other uh, questions are that <laughs> yeah, we Yeah, please had. pick a different topic, Dale. <laughs> pick something, anything else. Oh, my gosh. I, I can't believe Sesame Street. What? What? <laughs> you have to be. You have to be pro Sesame Street. You have to be pro children's television workshop. It's uh, uh I, 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 I mean, Zoom? it's a, it's a for-profit corporation that, uh, that, that. Uh... Anyway. What, what about what about um, uh, Mr. Rogers? Where where do you stand on him? Um. Mr. Rogers is Mr. Rogers. I, I, you know, is it is it supposed to be educational? Is it supposed to what is it supposed to be? I don't. It always kind of creep me out. <laughs> See, Mr. everything's in the point of view from which you watch it. <laughs> if that you out, Tim, I have a few questions about you, my friend. I'm so glad he's only taken off his jacket and shoes. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually a, I believe, a Presbyterian minister. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Did you see the Mitchell, Mr. Rogers movie? The I did. Tom, I did. I Hanks. thought it was very good. It was interesting. It was very good. It was interesting. I did not know that uh, that, that that Coco the gorilla was a big fan of his. <laughs> that's that's how he learned to read and write. <laughs> well, that's another thing. I don't think we should be teaching apes. I've seen Planet of the Apes. I know how that story ends. <laughs> you don't need apes learning language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We really we have to keep them where they where they belong, which is, I guess, in. In the jungle. But... What do you think? What do you think about this one? Picking out a video at the store was better than looking through Netflix for something to watch. Amen. I agree. Let me tell you why. Because on Netflix, there are too many choices, 
and you just flip by him like, no, 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 right? You can be way too um, non-discriminating. You just, just, I think in the video store, when you actually went to Blockbuster or went to your neighborhood video store, you actually picked up the movie, the, the, the VHS, and then you'd turn it over. And, and actually, I think it was that tactile thing that made it a more committed experience. Yeah, it was fun. It was it was, a, it was a, you got out of the house, got a little bit of fresh air, got yep. to wander around the store. You got to say, "Ooh, I'll, I'll get I'll get that. I'll look into that one next time." But, you know, this time I want the the the, the big darn dinosaurs volume 3 this week, but Yep, no, I I, I liked I I missed the stores. And it, it you've ever if you ever uh hit that thing on Netflix where where it surprised me. Yes. No, I've seen the button, but I've never punched it. Yeah, what's your, what's been your experience on it, Carolyn? I get horror movies, and I don't know why, because I don't <laughs> watch horror movies, and, and I get horror movies. Oh, man, Big Brother has got his sights on you. Holy yeah. Christmas. Uh, did you hand out your password to anybody? Maybe that's why. Maybe. Maybe you've got somebody know. that's watching watching horrible horror movies Maybe. with your password. <laughs> they scare me. Horror movies scare me. That's... Speaking of going to the store, can we talk about that for a second? I think in 10 years, here's my prediction, that department stores will be gone. I went the other night. I happened to be down by the one. There are only two Macy's left near me. Macy's used to be Mecca to me, right? They had everything. All the greatest clothes and the greatest labels or a lot of them. And I went shopping the other night. There was nothing. And I know we're between seasons, right? Really between winter, spring, season, and deliveries and stuff. But there was nothing interesting or cool in the store. And I know that it's not a supply chain issue anymore. I am really worried that the only place to buy clothes in 10 years is going to be on Amazon. And the quality is going to scare me. Hmm. I went shopping for clothes the other day. I was at um, Costco, and they have their whole spring line out. So they got rid of all the hooded sweatshirts and are now, you know, just down to regular sweatshirts. <laughs> oh, Dale, you are you are my fashion hero. <laughs> speaking of that, speaking of fashion, Carol, you can answer this question for me. What is the deal with all of these uh, women that I see on TV, everything from newscasters to rock stars to, to women they're interviewing in the inner city with these enormous eyelashes? What is I, that? It, it, seriously, don't their eyes look huge? That it's looks like you've got awnings over your eyes, I you know, know, to keep the rain out. It's a trend right now, and I have to tell you, when I wear fake eyelashes, which I don't very often, but every once in a while I do, I feel more glamorous. It really? It makes us look and feel more glamorous. Yeah, it brings way more attention to the eyes. I uh, uh, I have to say, I'm a, I'm a big fan. I always, I always loved the big lashes and eyeliners in the, in the late 60s. And, and, Even and they from... are a big fan. When they blink really fast, you get. Rid of them. <laughs> hey, we'll keep the flies off your face. <laughs> but, it was, but, but, but that's what you know. It's a to, to me. It's it's kind of a retro look, and I and, and I actually I actually enjoy. It. But you but you are right, Dale. Some some are extreme. 
Some oh, look yeah. like some look like they're wearing Venus fly traps. <laughs> exactly, like a bird could perch on there, you know, and yes. start nesting. It, it, it just, I just wondered why, what the deal was with that. But you say it's just to make it, your eyes look bigger. It is. It's to make your eyes eyes look bigger. And the good thing is that they've changed the technology. The technology, like you, there are now magnetic eyelashes that you can do an eyeliner that's actually magnetic, and the lashes themselves have little magnets on them so when you put them on they stick so instead of having to glue so for years the only way to get eye fake eyelashes on was with eyelash glue and the old-fashioned eyelash glue when you tear pull that stuff off literally your eyelashes would come with it a lot of the time it was awful now they have magnetic ones they have tattoo kind of ones that already have the liner on it and they kind of stick on I mean you got to be careful when you use them but I happen to like them a lot. I don't Sticking use magnets on your eyes. There can't yeah. be anything wrong with that. No, nope, there isn't, actually, as long as you're not wearing metallic contact lenses. <laughs> or, or, or going through a metal detector. <laughs> They're teeny. The magnets oh, lady, teeny. take those lashes off. Lay them right here. Put them in the tray. <laughs> How about this one? How about this one? Okay. Paper menus are far superior to QR codes. Oh, here, here. Here, yep. here. You want me to eat your food? Write out in print what I'm going to be eating. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, the other ones are just, they're, they're, it's a pain in the butt. You know, no, I want to put a little effort into it. Print it out, you know. Okay, here's a pet peeve of mine that is not on the list. Do you know there are places that no longer take cash? Airplanes will no longer take cash. There are stores that will no longer take cash. You have to pay on an app or you have to use a debit, not even a credit card, a debit card. What? Wow. Yeah. A debit card for... Because they, t- they, they don't get charged if you oh. use a debit card. But if you use a credit card, they pay a 1% or 1.5% or sometimes with American Express, I think it's up to 3% fee for you using your credit card. So there are places that no longer take cash. And you have to use a debit card or you have to pay on their app. My poor mom cannot even turn on her smartphone that I bought her that's still sitting in her drawer, not charged since I bought it for her. I don't know how she's going to be able to go anywhere in a couple of years. Hmm. Wow. Well, I know at the ballpark, you know, here in Chicago, either I'm not sure about Wrigley Field, but at the White Sox, they don't take cash anymore. You right. got it. Everything has got to be on a card, either debit right. or credit. But yeah, nobody takes cash. I think this is so wrong. And but now um, they're changing the law. I just read an article the other day that they're not going to. Ha- um, what did they say? Um, establishments are no longer going to be required to take cash as legal tender. Wow. Yep. So no stores and no cash. All right. So what? So. What about like whores and drug dealers? Um, will they will they be able to take cash? I don't know, Tim. Bitcoin. <laughs> Very nice. What? Bitcoin. That's what they're going to use. Bitcoin. <laughs> Problem with Bitcoin is today it's worth a dollar, tomorrow it's worth seven thousand dollars, the next day it's worth thirty cents. How do you transact when something has no no inherent value? 
I guess you buy it when it's worth a quarter and you sell it when it's worth a hundred dollars. Wow, Dale, you're really smart. Buy oh, low, please. sell high. That is cutting edge financial. There's cutting edge financial information, people. I I I have a bachelor's degree with a major in finance. I've learned all this stuff, man. I know. Buy low, sell high. Please. Well, I, I always thought buy high is more fun, but, you know. <laughs> no, because then you buy too much. <laughs> here's, one, here's, one, here's one that didn't make it in the list, but this is actually this is actually on the Reddit. Uh, this one was actually, somebody put this up after the list was published. Uh, please serve my food on a plate, not on a piece of wood, a hollowed out piece of fruit, or in a little metal basket that resembles a shopping trolley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and don't serve water in jars. <laughs> Tell them that 2006 called, they want their Pinterest ideas back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was going to say something. What were we talking about right before that? There was something that was. Any of you listeners out there that know what it was, just call in now and let me <laughs> let me know. <laughs> Sorry, Dale. <laughs> okay. All right, and here's one. Here's one that's kind of heart touching, right? It's sad to me. It says it's sad to me that many people don't have friendships with or even know any of their neighbors. Okay. I have a little addendum to that. I lived in New York City for 20 years. You're not supposed to know your neighbors in New York City. Because, you know, you live in a building with 400 apartments. I actually did know my neighbor across the street and my neighbor next door. But but people move a lot. So, But I know my neighbors here. Some of them. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you moved to flyover country. I did. I love it here. Well, I think, yeah, I think you need to know your neighbors and, you know, how down the road you can use them. And, um, you know, because you're going to need somebody to pick up the mail and the papers and, you know, call the police in case of a break-in. So, yeah, you should uh, know your neighbors and, and if uh, possible at all, get the embarrassing photos of them. And, uh, you know, then you can use that to encourage them for whatever you need to do. <laughs> I know, I know. That advice was so bad, my partners won't even recognize. <laughs> Photograph your neighbors in compromising positions. Makes it easier. Makes it easier when Start the tax bills come Start a fans-only page due. for your neighbors. What? <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, I was misquoted. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> you were misquoted by yourself. <laughs> you, you were, can you be self-misquoted, Dale? I, it wasn't. It wasn't me. It was. It was. It was. Uh, it was Mr. Santos. He he actually he came into my head and said those things. And and now now he's gone again. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. I wish he was gone again for real, but that's a different conversation. No, he said he's given up a couple of his committee ships because he's got to donate more of his time to the upcoming Academy Awards and work on his speech. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I wonder what dress he's going to wear. 
<laughs> well, Sam Britton's got a few that he's not using anymore. <laughs> and with that said, ladies and gentlemen, we have unfortunately come to the end of another broadcast day. You know, we really appreciate you being here with us. We would even appreciate it more if you would share this show with your friends, your neighbors, teach them how to download a podcast, bring us into your house, and we promise to be even better next week you know but uh but until then any uh any last uh, comments carolyn do you have anything to say this week to close this out yeah you know you just said that you promise we'll be better next week well um the reason i'm single is i don't make promises i can't keep so i can't keep that promise but we'll do the best <laughs> we can <laughs> yeah <laughs> well there and that's incentive for a lot of people to tune in right there <laughs> tim any last comments uh yeah uh, just go to timslegel.com check out my website i've got tour information got funny videos all sorts of things you just uh timslegel.com and you can even spell it wrong really wow and you can go to daleirvin.com, and that's where you can sign up for free and receive the Friday Funnies, which is my uh, my outlook on the otter stories in the news each week, and it comes out on, uh, well, on Friday. That's, that's how, it, how it got its name. And please visit our website, anotherdayaboveground.com. And you can go on there and leave us a message. Perhaps you'd like to be a guest. Perhaps you'd like us to interview you because you have something important to share. Or, you know, perhaps you would just like to buy your way onto the show. It can be a lot of different things. Before we go this week, I just wanted to tell you that uh, if you haven't listened to last week's podcast, please do. That's when we interviewed Brian Hirsch, the inventor of the new hottest game for baby boomers called Boom Again. And uh, we got the uh, copies of the game, Boom Again. And I'll tell you, just in the last week, we've had so much fun playing with it that we wanted to make sure you had the opportunity to play it too because it's a really fun game. So what we're going to do is starting next week, we're going to have a contest whereby we will ask you several questions from the game. If you answer them all correctly and are the first person to email us, you're going to win a copy of the game. And now you're saying to yourself, oh, Dale, what kind of questions? Well, let me give you three samples. The samples. Don't, don't send us anything on these to, uh, to work on. So anyhow, let's take our first test case, shall we? And, and, and Tim and Caroline, you can play along too. Xavier Cugat's wife, Charo, regularly tickled audiences on Hollywood Squares and Merv Griffin's talk show, what was her signature expression? Okay, if you wrote down anybody... Coochie coochie. Coochie coochie. Coochie coochie. Absolutely. All right. Here's the next one. In the movie American Graffiti, the character played by Richard Dreyfus drives to a radio station in the middle of the night. Who's the DJ that he talks to? The Wolfman. Wolfman Jack. That's right. So now if you got that right, you have two points. And finally, our third test question, probably the most difficult one. The Galloping Gourmet was a famous TV chef who admitted he dipped into the cooking sherry a little too often on the air. What was his real name? 
Graham Kerr. Graham Kerr, the galloping gourmet. Well, Carolyn's got that look on her face. That means that he cooked things, so I didn't watch that show. <laughs> I didn't watch the show, but I would date him. <laughs> you know what's actually? You know what's actually kind of funny is that uh, it, it, it's, it's just he wasn't just flaming. He was galloping. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, he was. Yes. He, and the frugal gourmet, it later turned out that, you know, he he was uh, he was not all that uh, that nice of a guy to be around. So if you're going to be a gourmet, gallop. <laughs> <laughs> and dip into the sherry, <laughs> not into the jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Those are the kind of questions we're going to ask you next week without giving you the answers. And if you're the first one to send us an email with the correct answers, you're going to win a copy of Boom Again. So that's a little uh, little news we like to share with you. Other than that, thank you so much for joining us this week. We'll see you again uh, next week, but go out and enjoy today because today is another day above ground. And that's it for another day above ground. For Dale, Tim, and Carolyn, I'm Farad Muhammad. Thanks for listening.